Okay, so that concludes 20 minutes of meditation. I would encourage you to keep your eyes closed and join along with me in the third step prayer. We're going to do it uh, very slowly and we're going to um, try to do what it's saying to do in the prayer. So what I do is I breathe in the first line of the prayer. The first line of the prayer for me is the word God. So I breathe in God. And then I take a few breaths and I try right now, right here with whatever I have to connect with that thing that I call God, that all knowledge, all power. And I breathe out the next line of the prayer. I offer myself to thee. And I take a few breaths. And I just look at my commitment right now, right here where I'm at. How committed am I to offering myself, my hands, my feet, my voice, my thoughts, my actions? How committed am I to offering that to God right now? And I breathe in the next line of the prayer, to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. And I take a few breaths and I like to think about what my higher power might want to build with me or do with me today in my business, in my driving, in my relationships. And I breathe out the next line of the prayer. Relieve me of the bondage of self. And I take a few breaths. And I think about how, what it would sound like, what it would feel like, what it would be like right now if I had no self, no old ideas, no opinions, no story. And I breathe in the next line of the prayer, that I may better do thy will. take a few breaths and I just take a moment to think about how much better I could do God's will if I had no story, no old ideas, no opinions. And I breathe out the next line of the prayer. Take away my difficulties 
and I take a few breaths and I just think about what difficulties I had today, where self got in the way, where I was unforgiving and unbending. And I breathe in the next line of the prayer. That victories over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. And I take a few breaths and I think about the people I'm going to come in contact with today or that I might come in contact with today and how their lives might be different if I had the bondage of self removed and my difficulties removed and I was an example of God's will and God's life and God's way. And I breathe out the last line of the prayer. May I do thy will always. And whenever you're ready, gently open your eyes. Allow yourself to become aware of the seeing that's happening. Try not to have a story about what you're seeing, but just be aware that you're seeing. Oh, I like to relate it to my higher power. God, I see some flowers. I see a computer. I see part of Luke. I see some glasses. I see a cup. I'm seeing. I can see. It's amazing. I didn't even do anything. All I did was open my eyes. I didn't have to try to see. I didn't have to make seeing happen. I didn't have to turn it on or turn it off. I just see. It's amazing. So, I'm Randy. I'm alcoholic. Hi, everybody. I am allergic to alcohol. I can never, ever drink alcohol successfully again today, one day at a time. Today, ever. Not because of alcohol, but because my body is allergic to it. The reason I'm allergic to alcohol is because I have a disease. They call the disease alcoholism. I still think that's a very weird name for the disease because it sounds like if you take the disease out, the ism should go with it. But it doesn't work like that. Just stopping drinking is is actually just stopping the treatment of the disease of alcoholism because this alcoholism shows up in my mind and it shows up as an unsatisfiable fault-finding opinionated mind that's always in a hurry easily frustrated and can't stand the word no and so it's filled with opinions and old ideas and judgments and it what it does, the way that it manifests in my life is as a restless, irritable discontentness in everything that I'm doing. Because if you're, if, 
if you have what I have, which I hope you don't, by the way, I hope that you were a heavy drinker and that you stop drinking and you go to a few meetings and your life is wonderful. I hope that you have that. But if you have alcoholism, like I do, I have a mind that's unsatisfiable, that everywhere I go, it talks to me, it talks to me in my own voice, and it tells me, ooh, ooh, if you had that, then you'd be happy. And then I go and I chase that. And even if I get that, then I should be happy. After all of the chasing and all the manipulating and all the lying and cheating and stealing or hard work or whatever it is that it takes to get the thing that my mind tells me is the thing that would make me happy. When all of that's done and I get the thing and I'm still not happy, that is incredibly painful. That is an incredibly painful way to live. And that's why I drank alcohol, because of that mind, because of that pain. And so I can't drink alcohol anymore. And now I'm here and I need a treatment for my disease. And the treatment evidently is a spiritual treatment. It's not, not drinking. Not drinking doesn't treat the disease. It allows the disease to be louder and less treated. Meetings, again, we've talked about this a million times, but going to a meeting is a great idea. I think you all should go to a meeting every day. I try to go to a meeting every day. But being in a meeting, I can be just as sick sitting in a meeting talking to myself about something I don't have as I could be uh, treated listening to what the speaker is saying and being present and being reminded that I uh, that if I want to be restored to sanity, I have to rightly relate myself to that higher power. So the meetings don't treat alcoholism, but if I am reminded to rightly relate myself in this moment to start a relationship with a higher power, then the meeting could be an, a most excellent thing. But if I walk into the meeting and it's somebody I don't like or they owe me some money and they're sharing from the podium and now they're talking about how great their life is, but they owe me some money, I, I don't hear a word that's said in that meeting. All I know is that that guy owes me some money and he's talking like he's got a great life and, and he, I'm, I think I need to hit, I'm going to need to hurt him. <laughs> uh, so meetings don't treat alcoholism. Drinking, not drinking doesn't treat alcoholism. I can't drink and I go to a lot of meetings, but that doesn't treat the disease and neither does time. Time away from alcohol, five years, 10 years of not drinking does not make me any less unsatisfiable. It makes me more unsatisfiable because now I have 10 years of I should be doing better than I am right now, powering the disease that's talking to me on my own voice, telling me what a loser I am because I'm not doing better than I think I should be. Now, time is great. I have a lot of time. And I'm grateful for the time because I've got to walk through a lot of things. And looking back on those things that I've walked through, getting stuff, losing stuff, having stuff, not having stuff, all of that experience shows me that with this relationship, with this higher power, the only thing I get is right now. I get this moment right now. I get to see the flowers right now or not. They could be right in front of my face. And I wouldn't even see them if I was in self-talk and deciding why some, my wife did something wrong this morning. I can't see the flowers. So 
It's Thanksgiving weekend in the States. I know not all of you celebrate Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving is gratitude. It's gratitude day. Uh, Christmas is giving day. Uh, uh, New Year's is celebrating day. But for alcoholics with alcoholism, every single day has to be gratitude day. Every single day is giving day. And every single day is celebrating day. Every day is Christmas, New Year's, and Thanksgiving all wrapped up into one. And I get to celebrate and be present and be the man that God wants me to be today every single day. That's, that's the gift of this program. And, and so, I don't know, the thing that I wanted to read out of the book is from 60 to 63, which hopefully all of us have read today. But... Uh, all of my troubles. So, oh, sorry, I'm getting there slowly. So, so my troubles, I think, I've come to find in Alcoholics Anonymous. So my troubles are basically of my own making, which means no, there is no basically anymore. With time, the word basically slips out of that sentence. All of my troubles are of my own making. All of them. They arise out of myself. Because I'm not upset about what's happening in any given moment. I'm upset about what my mind is telling me about what's happening. And that's why they arise out of me. And I, as an alcoholic, I am an extreme example of self-will run riot though I usually don't think so. I think you're the problem. That's what I usually think, that your self will run riot, and I'm just a great guy that happens to be in a bad situation here. And if you weren't so awful, I wouldn't be either. The only reason I'm ever awful, and I ever argue, or I ever uh, am disagreeable, is because you are. <laughs> <laughs> if you wouldn't argue with me, we would have no argument and everything would be wonderful, right? That's, that's what it says. Above everything, I must be rid of this selfishness. I got to be rid of it. I must or it kills me. That's not metaphorical. That is literal. There are a lot of dead people that have been around this program a long time that took their own lives, drunk or sober because they couldn't shut up that self-talking, unsatisfiable, fault-finding, opinionated mind. It actually kills me. Uh, I must be rid of it or it kills me, and God makes that possible. It doesn't say reading this book makes it possible, or going to meetings makes it possible, or not drinking makes it possible. Those would be great solutions, because that I could handle. But now I'm gonna have to do God that's just, that's just too much to ask. But God makes that possible. And there often seems no way of entirely getting rid of self without its aid. So I'm not going to be able to do this on my own. I'm not going to be able to be a nice guy at Thanksgiving tomorrow on my own. I'm going to find fault with conversations and with people and with food and with seating arrangements. And with why am I at this party and not at that party? And why didn't they invite me? 
I have had moral and philosophical convictions galore. How many times have I said, how many times, this, this Thanksgiving, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. I'm just going to be agreeable. I'm just going to be the nice guy. I'm just going to be nice. This Thanksgiving, this one, finally, I'm going to be, I'm not going to have an opinion. I'm not going to talk about politics. I'm not going to argue. And then somebody says one thing, just one thing, and I am gone. And there's nothing I can do. And as I'm arguing with them, I am 100% aware that I said today I was not going to argue. And I cannot stop myself because I lack the power to change. But God makes that possible. And there often seems no way for me to change without its help. I cannot do it on my own power. Oh, and it says that. I have had moral and philosophical convictions galore, but I cannot live up to them, even though I would have liked to. Neither can I wish, uh, neither can I reduce my self-centeredness much by wishing or trying on my own power. My favorite sentence in the whole book, I have to have God's help. I have to have God's help. I don't know what you need, but if I'm going to make it through tomorrow with family and food and alcohol and politics, I have to have God's help. I have to have God's help. So the way that I have God's help is by keeping a constant relationship dialogue open with this higher power. God, could you be with me? Could you help me hear what this person is saying? Could you help me to not express my opinion where it's not needed or asked for? Could you help me to be the man that you would have me be? Could you help me to see what I could add to this occasion as opposed to what I can get out of it? Could you help me to be kind and loving toward all at this party or at this situation or in this moment? And as the moments are happening, <clears throat> keeping that relationship alive, just like right now, power, could you help me hear what's being said? Not because what's being said is important or good or bad or you can learn anything. You, the, if the only thing that, that is take away from this talk is that I have to have God's help. That's the only thing that is a takeaway from this talk. Everything else is just blah, blah, blah. I have to have God's help. I have to have it right now. And I have to have it right now. And I have to have it right now. And then I might have to have it tomorrow if I make it to a party tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen. I might not make it anywhere tomorrow. But I have to have it right now. And right now. And I have to be rightly relating myself to my power right now. Or I miss this moment. And if I'm missing this moment, all bets are off. Because you might look at me funny through the computer. And I might get a resentment against you. In the meeting, right now, you might turn your video off at the wrong time and I think, what the hell's the matter with that person? Why are they turning their video off now? They don't like me. Oh, I'm a loser. I should stop doing this. I should kill myself. That's where my mind could go in an instant. In a meeting, carrying a message, I have to have God's help. So...
gratitude. Thank you, God. Thank you for my 10 fingernails. Thank you for putting them all on the right finger in the right place. You know, even if I had a thumbnail on my index finger, that would be awkward. God gets it all just right and I have nothing to do with it. I can see, I can see in color. All I have to do is open my eyes and seeing starts. I don't bump into stuff. My dog, my brother has a blind dog. I just went and spent some time with my brother and his blind dog. And that poor dog, it bumps its head on everything, <laughs> I guess. Hey, it's not your turn. <clears throat> that, that blind dog bumps its head on everything. And I was like, wow, I, I can see. That's so great. I don't bump into anything most of the time. Unless I'm in my mind self-talking and not paying attention to this moment, then I'm very likely to bump my head on something with my eyes open because I'm blinded by the power of the disease. Anyway, I appreciate you all so much. I'm so grateful that you came to this meeting today and that we got to share this pre-Thanksgiving day together. And I'm so grateful that, that you all showed up and I'm so grateful that you meditate with me because if we didn't do this today at 11 o'clock, I definitely, probably, almost positively would not have meditated at 11 o'clock today without you. So I'm eternally grateful that anybody shows up because if one of you shows up, I'm going to meditate. That's why this meeting has meditation in it. The rest, like I said, I mean, the meditation and the prayer and the I have to have God's help. That's that's it. The rest is blah, blah, blah. And now. Now it's going to be your turn to talk, and you can talk about whatever you want. And uh, I'm grateful to have you here. And I record this meeting, so if you do share, it's going to be recorded, and I'm going to play it. it it's available on Spotify for people to replay if you wanted to listen to it again or send someone else to listen to it. But if you do talk, it will be recorded. Only your audio. There no video is recorded. So uh, I'm going to stop talking now and just raise your hand if you'd like to share. Yes, John. Great to see you. Hey, Randy. Hey. Great to see you. Can you hear me? Yeah. You see Luke's here with me? Yeah, I see that. Hey, Luke. <laughs> Good to see you. You're a long way over. <laughs> um, great, Randy. Thank you so much, man. I, I was... Uh, for no good reason, just sort of finding, trying to, my, my mind was just trying to find a reason to find something to be discontent about. And, and then I, then I plug on, I was a little late and, and, um, you know, I really loved what you said and just the reminding me of, you know, I can be in a meeting and not be in a meeting. I can be in self just thinking about what I have to do. I got to get this stuff ready for this, these people coming over that, you know, just useless stuff. And, and you know, and it, it, I can, it, my mind will take that to go to, I'm a loser. I'll never work again. No one wants to, you know, and, and I'm, and I'm completely over busy, but, but yet my mind still wants to tell me, you know, I've got plenty of work to do and I've, and I'm plenty taken care of and it still wants to find something, you know, all the time. And it's just, it just goes, goes, goes. It's it's like it's like a ping. It's like a it's like a pinball machine, an old school pinball machine, just going all around of, of fi trying to find new targets to hit. You know, and um, and and I, you know, two other things you said. The only thing we have to do is ask for help. 
God is the answer. God, God, God is the one that has to help us and help me. And it's like, it's amazing. That's all I have to do. All the narrative and all that chatter is, is just absolutely useless for me in my recovery or me to be useful to in, into the world and be the, the man that God wants me to be. And man, I really loved what you said about, you know, Thanksgiving is a time to be grateful. Um, Christmas is a time of giving and New Year's is a celebration. But if you're one of us chosen, chosen ism people, it's that it, it has to be those three every single day. I love that. It is so true. Um, and anyway, I, you know, I hear something so different and new every time, Randy. So thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Thanks, John. Great to see you. Georgie. <laughs> Hello, my name's Georgie. I'm an alcoholic. Hi, Georgie. Um, thank you so much, Randy, as usual. And you reminded me that I am unsatisfiable because um, I've been sort of attempting to do some dating. And uh, sometimes I'm thinking, like, what's wrong with me? They're not texting me. And then it's like this other guy's like texting me way too much. And it's like, I can't be satisfied. And um, so. It's it's driving me insane. Um, and also, I have a question. Um, so, you're going to be, like, faced with politics and all that stuff. And I find myself, like, I, I really want to, like, speak out of self when, when people discuss certain subjects. Um, and how, how do I know that what I'm about to say isn't going to, like, detonate a bomb in the middle of gathering um when it's not said with a like ill intention but i always seem to manage to upset people so i don't know i know what you're going to say you're going to say ask your higher power <laughs> tell me <laughs> well, i i like that line in the saint francis prayer it's better to be understood i mean it's better to understand than to be understood it's better to understand than to be understood so what I try to do in those situations where I know that I do not agree with, I have opinions, but the crazy thing is, is that I don't know why I have my opinion. I don't know why, but I do believe that my opinion is a hundred percent right. And that <laughs> if you don't believe with what I believe that there's something wrong with you, I have that, but I don't know where I got it. Maybe I got this opinion from my father and maybe he was wrong. I don't know. But it's better to understand so I can keep asking questions so that I can understand where this person is coming from rather than trying to shove my opinion down their throat and make them understand me. So that's what I try to remember and I don't always remember it and I have ruined a lot of parties with my opinions. I'm very good at it. But uh, hopefully, you know, I stay connected. I keep asking for help. And what, if somebody needs to express their opinion, I can try to be understanding instead of um, making them understand me. All right. Good luck with that. Thank it's you. almost impossible. <laughs> well, it's totally impossible on my, on my own power. It's totally impossible. Impossible. Valerie? Hey, everybody. Valerie Alcoholic with Alcoholism mm. and Happy Holidays. Yes. I keep it real simple. I'd like to thank you, first of all, 
Bird, when I, the time I've been here and I've heard you share, I had no clue rightly relating myself to my higher power was the key. My life is so good, guys. I'm, I'm under, uh, I'm understanding that I'm aware of the self-talk. I didn't realize I wanted to kill myself. Mm. I just need, to, I, I needed to say thank you for saving me from me. Mm. Even church makes, I don't go like I used to, but when I do go, it all makes sense. Life is awesome. And I need to publicly thank Anne. I didn't have a sponsor. I live in Arizona. Annie is in London. This woman sponsored me until I got someone. Mm. I'm not used to that. I'm not used to people being nice to me. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm so grateful. And I am going to be in London uh, December 8th. And I'd also like to know how to get in touch with you too, Colin. Annie, I want to roll out the red carpet. You. You've been so good to me, and I'm just grateful. Thank you all, and hey, Lou, you look so cute. <laughs> Thank you all. Thank you. Okay, Happy holidays. Well, thank you. All right, Matt. Matt, alcoholic. Hi, Matt. Uh, Randy, thanks for that share. Now, is Luke in L.A., or are you in London? Luke's in L.A. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, thanks for that share. You know, when you were talking, it, I was thinking about something that just happened a few days ago. I have this sponsee who he's got a little over two years okay. sober, and you know, I was out working with him. He's just, you know, I could see that he was kind of waking up to what was going on, and he started getting his life back together. He got this relationship with his son back, and and his son's mom back, and and. Uh, but he used to always complain about this relationship to me. You know what I mean? He's like, this girl drives me crazy. She drinks, she smokes all the time. And, you know, he's just constantly trying to get her to change for him to feel better. And now they aren't together. I guess she kicked him out. And he's, you know, where he's so himself about wanting to get back to her. And I'm, I'm like, I was trying to remind him, like, you were miserable in this relationship. And now you're dying to get back in the relationship. And he was just so wrapped in self and self-pity and this and that to the point where I started getting wrapped in self. So I was getting a little upset, you know, and my ego was attached to, well, you're one of my sponsees. You need to, you know, and he was just uh, rejecting any kind of spiritual advice or experience I was sharing with him. And it finally hit me. And I remember the spiritual principle that it's not my job. I don't even have the power to help this guy. My job is to know that I'm sick (laughs) and that I'm selfish, driven by a hundred forms of self-pity, self-seeking and uh, fear. And uh, and then it clicked and I just, and I, and I just started asking God to help me hear what he's saying. And um, yeah. Anyways, thanks for that reminder, Randy. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. Claire. Oh, hi, everyone. <clears throat> My name's Claire. I'm an alcoholic. It was really, really great to hear you, Randy. So good to be on this call. And it was lovely. I loved Valerie's share as well, that, that the joy. I'm, I'm having um, 
a period. I, I, I call them my sweet spots. You know, when the, the head is just quiet and I am able, you know, the spiritual principles are just, I just feel in them. I feel in the application of the spiritual. I feel in surrender. I feel in the moment. I've, I, I feel connected. I, you know, my days are flowing and I love these periods. I absolutely love these periods. It's not always like this. You know, sometimes, sometimes I have, uh, you know, I'm just working it like a bitch and, and putting one painful foot in front of the other, you know, and, um, and it, it, you know, I've had some, I've had some really hairy times in, I've got six years and three months, which it, that's just like, what? What? That's just like, with this head, with this head, that should be absolutely categorically impossible. You know, this head spent the first 40 years of my life making me so desperately miserable and pit, pitiful and unhappy and 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 self-hating and world-hating. Like I hated I hated the human race. I thought the human race was disgusting. I felt ashamed to be a part of the human race. And the only relief I got was when I was drunk and high, you know. And the fact that I the fact that I can enjoy my life today is just like bizarre, you know. And and I know, you know, you talked about not being able to change ourselves. I I didn't do this. I tried very, very hard and very, very long to be the sort of woman that I could like and respect and and live with. And I could not do it. I I I, I tried all sorts of things. I tried moving country. I tried having children. I tried. I tried many, many different things, and I could not. Claire could not fix Claire. But once I got a working relationship with the higher power, once I started going, once Claire stopped everything, just stopped everything, just stopped trying to figure anything out, and stopped trying to, and just let go and and put God in charge of my days, my life changed and and it's since then that i've 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 managed to remain sober and i was trying for many years but um it's just a miracle this program it's an absolute miracle look at luke there in la with you clean and sober that's just fantastic i hope to be there myself one day i know i'm going to be in nashville in april but i hope to be in la one day i've never been before anyway god bless you all and uh i'll leave it there thanks thanks claire Phyllis. Yo. Yo. <laughs> yo. Yo. Yo, Phyllis. Um, oh my God, Luke, it's good to see you mm. next to Randy today. Wow. Mm. Just wow. Um, you know, when I first when I first hit prime time, it was a radical shift from Alcoholics Anonymous, from the main part of hearing about drug logs, drinking logs, and sitting with my dissatisfied mind, but not having a clue that it really centered in my mind, the disease. Really, I mean, I have to say this is, this is maybe, that was 18 years later. 
I don't know how I stayed clean and sober, not well, very disturbed. That I, really, I had a really unsatisfiable mind. That being said, I'm so grateful to have found us, principles and application, and to meditate together, 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 together. This is this is about unity. This is this is about uni- unity. Um, because I like you, I love when you said something about asking questions rather than. What are you talking about, this guy in politics, blah, 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 rather than pointing a finger or rather than getting into a discussion, asking someone, how do you feel about that? What, you know what I mean? And, and getting some information about somebody rather than being half-assed about everything and thinking I know stuff, which I know nothing. I know nothing about myself even, except that I rightly relate myself to God and that's my primary purpose today. That is really, that's it, to have a quiet mind, to really have a quiet mind. What a gift from a crazy head, from a crazy, crazy head to a moment of sanity and quietness and peace. I'm very grateful. And when you said that about gratitude, giving, and celebration, I didn't even realize that you're so right. It has to be a cumulative thing in the day I'm in. I have to walk into I walk into an office and I say, bless these people. Bless these people that are working there, that are helping us out. Bless everyone. You know? Who the fuck am I not to bless everybody? Excuse my language. Um, anyway, God bless everybody. Have a great, great day. Uh, yeah, have a great day today and tomorrow and forever. Ciao, ciao. Thanks, Thanks, Phyllis. Shayana, am I saying that right? You are, yes. Hi, Shayana, alcoholic. Um, I'm so grateful to be in this meeting. Phyllis actually invited me, who's my sponsor. Um, What struck me that's happening now is how my mind likes to control my spiritual experience it like figures out how it's working and then tries to re put it together for myself so it's a constant because that's really truly all i want like i let go i mean i cling back on but i that's really what i want um but it's so tricky how i then try to control and manipulate uh, back into a certain state of mind I've just had. So I like, it's it's always now, 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 but even that I'll try to kind of control. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so uncomfortable, you know? Um, and I think I just have to accept that that's a part of the deal, that God wouldn't have made me this way if, like, I wasn't supposed to be in a back and forth like this. So, yeah, but it's, it's, it's hard. So thank you. Thanks. Welcome. Uh, Scott. Thank you so much, Randy. Hi, Scott. Scott, definitely a crazy alcohol mind personality, big time. Uh, Randy, I want to take this opportunity to say thank you so much 
you and your program have uh, affected myself and my family um, to the wildest extent, mm. much more than you could imagine. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and I want to thank you for that. Um, we had the pleasure, we're up in San Jose, California. We did the butterfly trail. We saw 25,000 butterflies in Pismo Beach and 20,000 year Pacific Grove. And just walked the dogs out in the marsh. And uh, I said to the family, I need to go, go do the meeting. So it allows uh, the daughter and mom to be together and I'm here with the dogs, just enjoying seeing everyone's wonderful smile. Just want to wish everybody happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, yeah. Scott. Enjoy yeah. those butterflies. You're up. Really? Yeah. Uh, my name's Luke. I'm an alcoholic with alcoholism. Hi, Luke. Um, can I see everyone? Yeah. Can we, can we do that? Absolutely. Um, yeah, this meeting has just just reminded me that that life is beautiful, and um, and it and it can be beautiful, kind of at any moment as long as I don't have a gun to my head, um, which fortunately has never happened. You know, there's there's always the the, the now to return to, and um, I'm really grateful for you, Randy. Uh, I'm really grateful for my sponsor. The thing that struck me most about being in Randy's house, which is like the second time I've come around this trip, is how different I feel uh, than I did when I first came here, which was a few years ago. And I was just totally a mess. And um, and I want to say I was in a toxic relationship, but I have no idea. My head was telling me that it was toxic. I was, I, I you know, everything was wrong and painful and... Um, I feel like a different man in this house. Um, I think a lot of that is a lot to do with my sponsor and the way that he's guided me through the steps. And um, I'm on step nine, right? And just before I came out here, I read my step eight out to my sponsor and the amount of names that we crossed off that it would not be helpful to approach mm -hmm. those people. I was, some of them I was relieved and some of them I was really disappointed. Like I was really looking forward to sort of, you know, um, but... Um, there were only very few names on that list actually. Um, but yeah, I'm just, uh, so grateful for my life today and for my life right now. And, um, I know that sort of peace is available every moment, but I, you know, I have to have God's help. I can't do it on my own. And, uh, I've heard virtually every word that's been said in this meeting because I've been asking my higher power to help me hear what's being said. Um, but, but the mind wants to drift off all the time and I just have to bring it back to the to the present moment and we've all got that and we can all connect. And um, yeah, I had loads of things I wanted to say, but they don't really seem to matter right now because I'm just here. So yeah, really grateful for everyone and for this meeting. I'm, I'm so glad I came here and meditated. You know, I've got things that I deem quite important at the moment, but just to be able to stop and just to remind myself that I'm alive and I'm present is just so beautiful. Anyway, I'll leave it there. Thank you. Thanks, Luke. All right. Brian. <clears throat> Hi, Brian Alcoholic. Brian. So grateful to be here with all of us. Oh, my God. It's, it really is amazing to see you, Luke. <laughs> I feel like I, I've grown 
through gone through this whole COVID Zoom thing with you, like, and you've had me laugh so many times, so hard with you. You know, you're so funny. And I'm coming to LA, uh, Randy, tomorrow, uh, really early in the morning. But maybe uh, we can all have lunch on Friday. The two of us. I don't know. I'll drive out there. I don't have a problem with that. But anyway, maybe I'll call you on that one. But I just wanted to thank you personally. Thank you for giving. Thank you for giving so much of your time and your um, consistency. I, I don't know how you do it. It, it just must be from uh, <laughs> a power greater than than the busyness of life in Los Angeles. But you're so consistent. And I wanted to thank you for your time. You've made a huge difference in my life. And I love you truly. Um and my only thing from today is basically um, is instead of for me, I have to have God's help. I'm in such gratitude about this feeling that I get from that I get to have God's help. Mm-hmm. I've been doing a lot of yoga classes lately. And, it, it, you know, because of COVID, I was, haven't been in classes. And there are so many different positions that I know I, I cannot hold it and be with it as the sweat's pouring off in me, but I get to have God's help. <laughs> Sometimes a teacher will come over to help me, but literally I have to talk to God throughout it. Like I want to give up and just plomp down. But sometimes if I just talk to God, I can get through another 30 seconds of a certain position. And it's so helpful to stay grounded um, and slows everything down. But I'm just feeling grateful that I get to, you know, if I wasn't, a conscious man sober i wouldn't even have the option you know mm-hmm. i'd be so captured in, in the bondage of self that it just it's it's just i'm so filled with gratitude anyway that's all i wanted to say i love you and thank you all for showing up um i feel like we're one big happy family mm-hmm. <laughs> i hope hopefully we'll have a retreat as well in los angeles that would be awesome yeah yeah uh thank catherine you. Hi everyone, from Catherine. I'm an alcoholic with alcoholism. Hi, Catherine. And yeah, I'm just going to join the chorus of gratitude, Randy. Um, I've been coming to since I did the workshop with you before COVID. I I had I didn't really get. I mean, you know, the meetings. Yeah, I, I loved the meetings. I did the steps. I've done the steps twice with this, and my second sponsor is amazing and has really given me a spiritual dimension to my life. But coming to these meetings as often as I can on a Wednesday, that and and so often in my life now when I'm struggling and I still do struggle a lot, I still feel like a newcomer. And my sponsor says, "Until you're, till you're ten or twenty years, you're a newcomer." You know, and I'm I'm in the fellowship for twelve years, nine years sober. Um, but when you, you say it every time, and I actually do it now, I say, "God, can you be with me?" God, please, can you be with me just at this moment? Please, can you be with me? And I say it a lot now. And it really helps. It just helps. You know, I get I get a, a little bit judgmental now when I hear the drunkologues in meetings. But, you know, it's okay. That, that's okay. But um, I love coming here and just remembering it's in my head. I have got a completely unsatisfiable mind and I have spent the last 48 hours thinking oh I used to have beautiful clothes if I had beautiful clothes and I went on went out with that guy wearing those beautiful clothes it would all be you know it then I look the part and it would all be right and all those beautiful clothes never make me happy 
I've never been happy in those beautiful clothes. You know, they were just another thing to fix the outside. Yeah, yeah. and slowly, 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 I'm beginning to fix the inside. Mm. And, you know, it's so painful. <laughs> but it's it's just the truth, isn't it? And the truth sets us free. And if I can't love myself or be with myself in whatever effing coat, dress, shirt, T-shirt I'm wearing, there's not hope in hell, is there? I mean... It's beautiful to have lovely clothes. Everybody likes to look nice. Everybody wants to be desired, don't they? But it's it's it it's not the answer. It's just not the answer. And like you say, and you refocus me every time. I quite often recently I get to the end of the meeting and I think I've just got to connect as well because it's what you give me is so precious. It's so precious, and I'm so grateful to you for for reminding me. It's in my head and I've got, a, I'm obsessed with myself and my needs and my happiness and I'm unsatisfiable and none of the stuff I ever wanted that I got made me happy. <laughs> and this is the only thing that ever really stood a chance. This, this program, you know, these meetings, 12 steps, sponsorship, God, basically it's God, isn't it? The book's, book didn't get me sober. Yeah. The combination got me sober, but God keeps me sober. I, you know. Please, God. But, and Luke, could I just say, I've only met you once at that workshop, but God, you look so well. And I really remember you from that workshop. I don't know why. I just really, really remember standing by the lift, getting in the lift with you a few times and just thinking, this guy's really cool. And he looks so well. It's just amazing. And I love that you're there. It's Thank just you. fantastic. <laughs> Look Thanks forward to so seeing much. you all again in the flesh at some point. But yeah, lovely to be here. Sorry to ramble on. No, that was great, Catherine. Thanks, Catherine. Yeah, the beauty is not in the clothes. It's in you. It's in you. And it's in all of you. And it's because God's in you. And that's beautiful. Yeah, it's great. God loves me and I love me. God loves me and I love me. I love that silly little prayer. And and then when I want to say, no, it's the, the clothes. No, no, God loves me and I love me. It doesn't matter what I'm wearing, what I'm doing. God loves me and I love me. All right, where are we? 224. Annie, would you share? It's been a little while since I've heard you share. I'm just reaching for a tracker. <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 why not? Um let's see. Um yeah, I'm having I'm having very peaceful times. You know? I'm trundling along, life is good, no complaints, hmm. nothing's changed. Um but um it's still you know, it's it's good. I don't rely on things to change now to make me happy. Um you know, uh, I find that my higher power is letting me match calamity with serenity, but I don't have much calamity. Mm. Um, I have sadness. Um, you know, my dog died a few weeks ago, so I'm upsetting things, but that's just part of life. And God was through with me through that whole experience. Um, and, and, and always is, and I, I feel that much more strongly than, than I did in the past. Um, and I'm really coming to the realisation that nothing, there is nothing wrong in my life at all. There's absolutely nothing wrong. And that I am able to get through difficult situations um, as long as I'm 
turning to a higher power and asking for guidance all the time. And, and to do that, I need a quiet mind. You know, there's, there's no mediation or negotiation or compatibility of alcoholism and ego and self. We're all getting together and battering it out. So um, I find myself talking to my higher power as often as I can remember and practicing that, even for small things, you know, like um, doing household chores I don't particularly want to do. Um, and I'm just being, I just, it just gives me a lot, of, lot more peace than I've had. To, 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 to get through life. Um, that's all. That's all I have to say. Thank you. Thanks, Annie. I want to say how grateful I am to you because you are the glue that keeps this group together. <laughs> and you've made this possible for almost two years now, and it's all because of you. I could never keep this together like this and keep, keep uh, you know, I, I can hardly tell you when I'm not going to be there on a Wednesday. So thank you for all that you've done for this group and for me. Um, let's see. we got three minutes. One more share. Maybe one and a half shares. Colin, do you want to say hello? <laughs> I miss hearing from you, man. Uh, <laughs> Ellen? Hey. Hi. I uh, have alcoholism. My name is Ellen, and I have... 18 days today. Oh, wow. Well um, I do not say back. I say yeah. I have 18 days today because yeah. I am doing this differently yeah. than before. And I don't, uh, I mean, I just told you I have back. So, you know, it's very hard for me to get, get rid of that ego part that says, but I'm not really that green. Uh, you know, I, but I've been here. But you know what? Uh, what's really um, amazing for me is putting these principles into practice in all my affairs and you know really um asking god in asking myself where god is in in all of the situations in which i find myself and finding an immense amount of joy in doing the small things that never used to cross my mind you know i had a meeting yesterday several people were not invited uh I wrote them notes and I filled them in on what they missed and I tried to make them feel included. This is something that I probably never would have done in the past. I would have wondered, how did I perform? Well, you know, was I good? You know, well, what kind of an impression did I make on people? You know, that is not what drives me anymore. And, you know, I have to shout out to my sponsor. I did change my sponsor after my uh, slip, or I like to call it a fall, because I think it was a big one, and a slip seems a little gentle for what I uh, experienced and what I did to myself. Um, but but my sponsor was the person who urged me to come to this meeting, and I have an immense amount of gratitude for that. And uh, and although I knew and wish I knew all of you better, I appreciate being included, and uh, I appreciate your saving a little box for me if not a seat so uh thank you all for letting me share thanks ellen okay so that's pretty much all the time that we have for today i do want to say this uh uh piggybacking on what ellen said i don't think there is a slip i don't think people slip i don't think people relapse i think people treat the disease you either treat it with the 12 steps and the principles as a way of life 
or you're treating it. You're going to treat it with alcohol or drugs or food or cigarettes or, or not that cigarettes are bad if anybody smokes, but it, it is a way to numb the mind. Uh, uh, just another thing that I do because it's not really that good for me, but I did smoke for a long time, so I know what that is. Um, but I'm going to treat the disease. The disease will get treated because I can't live with the pain of the disease. And so it's not a slip. It's just I chose to treat it with alcohol again instead of 12 steps. That's it. And I'm going to treat the disease. Just which way am I going to treat it? Am I going to turn to a power greater than myself? Or am I going to let self decide what drug or choice we'll use today to treat the disease? So I'd like to start sharing that out into the universe because I think that's a very important concept. You're treating the disease. You're not slipping. And, uh, and there's nothing wrong with it. That's what we do. We're going to treat the disease. So I appreciate you all. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving today, right now. Uh, happy Christmas and New Year's. And enjoy your family. Try to see what you could bring to the dinner tomorrow if you're having one. If you're not having one, try not to feel sorry for yourself. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> try to go do something nice for somebody. And uh, I appreciate you all so much. So we'll uh, take a moment of silent meditation and then you'll all be able to unmute yourself if you like. And, uh, and then we could do the serenity prayer together. God. God. Sincerity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to Amen. Thanks, Randy. Good to see you, Luke. Good to see you, everybody. Here's my dog. <laughs> oh, nice. Very relaxed. Yes. <laughs> uh, All right, everybody. Enjoy. All right. Have a good care. Bye. See you Saturday. Uh, see you Saturday. Yep. Bye-bye. Oh, how lovely is that? Such uh, I love that meeting. I love Wednesdays and Saturdays the most. Monday is nice because it's small. Yeah. But Wednesdays and Saturdays are just brilliant. Can I use your USB to charge this? Yeah, what is it? It's just my smoking device. To yeah, which one do you need? My feelings. Um, which USB? Uh, you need USB to USB? Yeah, just like okay. into a USB. Yeah. Regular USB to USB. Yeah. Do I have a regular USB? It could go into your laptop, I reckon. My laptop is, yeah, but I am just trying to think if I have a USB to USB. That's my laptop. I think I did have a plain USB to plain USB. It will go into that laptop over there, I reckon. Oh, yeah, put it in. But it's not plugged in, so. No, no, that's fine. Doesn't have to it will, it will lose charge. Look, check it out. Okay, I cool. have to sit there, I can't get up. I you want to go to a bit of lunch? Uh, I, What's your plan? I have to eat right now, food that I have here, because I have to go an hour and a half away and I have an hour and a half to get there. Okay.
Okay, so I'm gonna get a. Oh shoot, I never stopped the recording. <laughs>